Shumrabyug. Welcome back to Sure Look, Sure Listen, the podcast that takes a pop at culture. Sure Look, Sure Listen. 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 Brilliant. Very good. I've done an extra long bit of drama there. Sure look, Benjamin. This week we're taking a look at several things, including the new Spider-Man trailer. How many Spider-Men are there and how many are there going to be? We're also taking a look at the latest release on Netflix, the greatest streaming Netflix film of all time, Red Notice. And Vin Diesel is trying to make friends with The Rock or the other way around. I'm not sure. We'll take a look. Sure. Listen, Michael, not only that, but also in case that wasn't enough. We're taking a look at streaming adaptations and should you cross the streams or should you leave adaptations well enough alone? In particular, we're looking at Cowboy Bebop, which used to be an anime, apparently, and The Wheel of Time, which used to be books. But now, if my understanding is correct, those books have been destroyed and replaced with the TV show. But look, I've done a conceit there because Ben's not here, is he? No. Ben... Dismayed at the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, has climbed the mountain and is now writing overly long poetry about his feelings. <laughs> oh, straight into the politics. That's going to age. That's going to age this episode quite badly. Benjamin is on holiday chain, so instead of Benjamin this week, we've got a regular guest and eight percent owner of the Shomerbrook Production Company, Shane Courtney. He's joining us for the week. Shane, yes. Have you seen the Spider-Man trailer? I have. And what did you think about it? Were you excited about how many Spider-Men there are going to be? No, because there seems to be no mention of the other Spider-Mans. Mm. It's just this one Spider-Man. And then all of the villains who, some of them were a bit forgettable and we could have left alone. Some of them were a bit forgettable. I see that everyone's very excited about the Doctor Octopus. Doc- he's, he's got Why so many though? arms. Because got- he overacts. Mm. I mean, we could put you in there. <laughs> Doctor Mictopus. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Mick Mictopus. Um... The people are excited about Dr. Octopus, Shane. I think mostly because he's from the best Spider-Man film. Spider-Man 2, the best Spider-Man film. And people are excited about Willem Dafoe, even though when that film came out, nobody liked that. Everyone was like, this isn't the real Green Goblin. But now it is, though, isn't it? Yeah. Willem Dafoe scares me. In in real life? Yeah. Especially, you know those black and white photos of him and Robert Pattinson and they're in a lighthouse? No. <laughs> I think the film is called The Lighthouse or something. Oh, I have seen that. He looks but, like he looks yeah. like the sea. Yeah. He looks like the sea given form. Unknowable. Sea man, they call him. Unknowable and filled with fury. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is a scary man and shouldn't be given a glider or explosives. He's got a glider and explosives in this. Yeah. Shane, but everyone's excited about that. I don't see anyone terribly excited about... Sandman, people are like, yeah, okay, okay. He, yeah, at least we've all been to the beach. He's from, people, basically, people are nostalgic about 15 years ago. I'm nostalgic about 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you've gone through a number of changes. Oh, so many changes. A midlife crisis. No, we said we wouldn't get into this. We said we'd leave. No, it's not a personal podcast about Shane's changes. We'll leave well enough alone. Yeah. Shane, people are, yeah, it's nostalgia about 15 years ago. And... I think the least nostalgia is about the most recent baddie, the lizard. People, the lizard isn't getting a lot of coverage. Oh, with you and what's his name, Reese Iffins. That fella, yeah. Is Reese Iffins in it? I don't know. I hope not. If Reese, <laughs> that bit of Welch, yes, Welch. lighthouse, lighthouse, That's lighthouse, the word, isn't yes. it? Yes, lighthouse is the word. Shane, 
Um, He's the only lizard in the village. Very good. Very good. Um, no one seems to care if he's in it. No one seems to be talking about if Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Yeah, which is a shame. Because it's a real shame. Because, I mean, we all liked him in that one about wine. Yeah, um, two men having a lot of wine, I think it was called. Yeah, Sideways. probably talking about their problems. No, no, we're staying away no, from that. Stay away from the problems. Shane, no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it if Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Jamie Jamie Foxx is getting very little press, all things considered. Oh, thank God. He was awful. <laughs> it was no good, was it? No. At least he looks like a real adult man this time. Yeah. He doesn't look like a comic book nerd. Yeah. Shane, are you excited about Andrew Garfield being in it? No. No, okay. I'm not. He was the most irritating Spider-Man. More irritating than Tobey Maguire. More irritating than Tobey Maguire in 1 and 2. Less irritating than... Toby Maguire doing a dance. That's fair enough. Yeah. Bully Maguire, as that character is now known. Why? Because he was a bully. Oh. Like, I'll get dirt in your eye or whatnot. That, that a thing? Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. He was very popular. It's very popular. This this trailer has spawned more memes than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. Just constant memes. We've seen everyone. When when Dr. Octopus, or Dr. Mick Mictopus... Um, pins Peter Parker to the wall and the mask comes off and he says you're not Peter Parker you can see anyone you've ever wanted in that scene do you want John Cena you I can would have like him. John Cena you can have him you can have Robert Pattinson you can oh, have that Willem, would be brilliant you can have Willem Dafoe no no <laughs> don't want Willem Dafoe <laughs> scary scary it is it is we, we talked on the podcast last week and I said my interest in Marvel in phase 4 was really starting to wane yeah you you said yesterday to me in our private lives that yours was starting to garth <laughs> No, I didn't, because I'm not a dick. This is a strong joke. This it's is a strong, strong joke. This is a strong Wayne's world Come joke. Come on. <laughs> the podcast is usually better when Ben's not here. Don't ruin it, Mick. <laughs> ah, very good. Take that, Ben. Shane, um, this for me is the last great hope of Marvel Phase 4. If, yeah. This, if this is good... Eternals filled us with a sense of nothingness. On we. No, no. You needed, you needed to go for a we. Yes, that one. We went to see Eternals last night, Shane. You were a little bit behind. You didn't have time because there's been some changes in your life. Yes. So you didn't see Eternals on the opening day. Speaking of Marvel, what were your thoughts on Eternals? Yeah, a bit poor. It's fine, I isn't mean, it? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. My big issue was they spent about 20 minutes with all the Eternals doing a lot of hand-wringing and tearing up and going, will we go against Tim the Celestial? <laughs> Tim, yeah, that was his name. That's and, exactly. Oh, no, we can't go against Tim the Celestial. But we will, won't we? Yeah. Okay, let's have a cry because we really care about the Celestials. Mm. And there is nothing in my... Like, I've never had to walk away from a faith. Walk Like, you know, I haven't been faced with that Chris Pratt choice of fame or sticking to my church. <laughs> I haven't had to do that. There's yes. nothing in my life that relates to that. So it was 20 minutes of looking in the distance. And the scenery kind of didn't look as epic and sweeping and looked more like somebody was about to do a music video. Maybe Ronan Keating. There was a Ronan Keating. Songs from home. Very good. We we saw it on a much smaller screen than I saw it the first time and it was considerably less visually impressive on the smaller screen. The first time I saw it, it was sweeping vistas. Bodes well for when you watch it on your phone on Disney+. Plus. Yes, very good. Um, Did you think that the big scene towards the end where where Tim, the Celestial, appeared in the sky? That was Archie. Archie? Archie the Celestial? Yeah, Tim was... Oh, Tim was the one in the planet. Yeah. And Archie was the... Yeah, Tim and Archie. That's... Right. So you were paying a lot of attention. <laughs> I was. <laughs> what, what were we going? Yeah. It, I've stewed on it now for three weeks. 
And they should have just called it Plot Hole the Movie. It just, yeah. I know superhero movies have, you have to accept some things for them to make sense. But this was a little bit of a step beyond because practically nothing that happens couldn't have been solved with a very simple alternative. For example, we were talking on the way back and you said, why didn't, why didn't Archie, the Celestial, just tell them from the beginning that they were there to grow the humans? Yeah. And then there would have been no chance of a revolution. He made them. But what I don't get is there is no earthly way you can spend 5,000 years around humans and not be pissed off by about half of them. Mm. A lot of them aren't the best. I mean, I defy any of those Eternals to get on the Lewis from Tala into town and not think that blowing up the planet is a good idea. I get the Lewis into town every day from Tala. And? Uh, yeah, I, I mean... I'd love to be able to fly and shoot lasers. Is that what is that what you're saying? No. Would you like to fly and shoot lasers at the people on the Lewis into town? <laughs> Sometimes. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Right, right, I see, I yeah. see. Probably wouldn't blow up the planet, though. That'd probably be a step too far. But if you had to do it for 5,000 years. Oh, yeah, then I might be a bit fed up. But the Lewis has only been around for about 15 years. Yeah, so, I mean, give it another couple of thousand years. I think your uh, analogy falls down on that in a lot of ways. Well, <laughs> Shane! I don't. How it, dare yeah, you? It's, it's, it's full of plot holes like that. It's full of, like... Mm. It, if if the if the awakening no it wasn't called the awakening the emergence. the emergence if the emergence stops the birth of celestials surely the celestials would have been somewhat interested in stopping that Thanos guy yeah and they weren't though and wouldn't that Thanos guy have been aware hasn't the hasn't the kind of the, the stream of thought been that that Thanos guy came out and was able to enact his plan because all of these other people had taken down the various big powers. Mm, but there were much bigger powers the whole time yeah. and we just didn't know about them. Yeah. Yeah, because Odin that was gone. Thanos guy would have known. Yeah, no, he didn't seem to. Well, maybe he knew that they wouldn't really care. Yeah, but like, they definitely did care. Yeah, no, they didn't though. You know why? Because they weren't invented yet. No. But also, in terms of it, like, when you're looking at a timeline of 7,000 years. Mm. It's very long. It is. So, a few more years for the population to redouble. You know, to go from, whatever, 4 billion back to 8 billion, it's not going to take that long. No, not if everyone's randy. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that wouldn't have really bothered the Celestials. Yeah, and I see what you're saying. On a, on a time scale of millions of years, another hundred's probably grand. Yeah. Mm. How how recently have we gone from 4 to 8? It's probably been 100 years, has it? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, mm. I see what you're saying. Like... Uh, People, I mean, rabbits probably look at us and go, they're fucking like people over there, aren't they? <laughs> they don't. They don't have the cognitive ability they to, do. to make statements like that. Speaking of people who don't have the cognitive ability to write something down, have you seen Red Notice? I have. It's it's the new Netflix streaming film from Best Friends and Two two Rich Boys. Two rich men who both own liquor companies. Liquor companies I and don't... production companies. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of aviator gin in there. There is. The funny, we're talking about Red Notice from Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Who makes gin Brought on mobile you by phones. aviator gin. And Mint Mobile. Yeah. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Who is brought to you by Terramana Tequila. Terramana Tequila and Seven Books Productions. Yeah. Because he had seven books in his pocket when he started. Which is a ridiculous story. Mm. I've really gone off the rock as well. The oh, rock is... well, this is more interesting than the entire podcast. Shane has I... gone off the rock, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know. It's, it's bizarre. Why, why have you gone off the rock? Is it his sincerity? The overwhelming sincerity pushed upon you. Mm. Like, I think I'd like the rock more if a video leaked of him assaulting a production assistant on Red Notice. Yeah, but like a man. 
Yeah, a not a woman. Oh, no, you can't. No, no. A big lad. Yeah. A fairly big lad. Say his stunt double. Yeah. Yeah. And the stunt double might have been maybe giving him a bit of lip. Yeah. You could say the rock overreacted, but, you know, there'd be two sides to it. Yeah. Be like the Kyle Rittenhouse case. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. In a lot lot of ways. Oh, God. I don't... I I probably should delete that. Yeah. That's that's not my stance on that, by the way. No. Anyway. um, No. Overreacted. Yeah, for sure. Um, Where are we? What are we talking about? Yes, The Rock. The Rock is overwhelmingly sincere. Everything is... He has probably the best social media team out there because there's nothing that creeps out that in any way damages his reputation or anything like that. Mm. He's very wholesome. The stories of him having to get like mastectomy surgery and stuff like that back when he was doing too many steroids and the breast tissue grew. I've never heard that. that. See, exactly. And you spend a lot of time on the internet. And a lot of time looking at pictures of the rock. These are things whispered in the deepest, darkest parts of the internet, Mick. Really? Yeah. On the Um, steroid forums. Probably, yeah. Um, That is all hidden away. That whole right to be forgotten thing. Mm. Um, it's all wholesome videos of The Rock in a nice big American pickup truck, stopping, speaking to his fans, mm. sharing a whiskey, having a nice cheat meal, yeah, sharing a tequila, making a shit film, yeah, being in his gym. You know, even the stories. He's like peak Tom Cruise, mm. where it's oh, it was great to work with him. It was yeah, just don't mention any of the crazy shit. Don't mention any yeah. of the. When he was injecting steroids in his own bum. Yeah. Oh, we were in the Iron Paradise. It was great. The Rock was lifting so much. What's the Iron Paradise? It's his mobile gym that he brings on set with him. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I think it feels like two or three shipping containers. Anytime he goes on a movie shoot, these things come along and it gets assembled. Iron Paradise is a good name. Yeah. It's Not like for a... the episode. No, no. There's no real relationship here. No. Especially since we're trashing the rock a little Anyway, bit. yeah, let's stop trashing the rock and talk no, about he'll the come for red, us. red notice. He'll make this episode disappear. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> or if he came and confronted us and we got it on camera and then we could oh. put that on the dark web. Yeah. I do. Yeah. He's a very big man. I don't want to fight him. He's very big. I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he'd be much use in a fight though. I think he's, he's, first of all, he's well into his fifties. He is. And I, I bet you he's stiff. Yeah, I don't think he could do a kip-up anymore. No, he basically I think, he's, he's very stiff. I think if he were, were on the mats now in a wrestling match and he needed to get up, he'd have to roll onto his side, bring his <laughs> knees into his chest, <laughs> Go. try and sit to his bum. Yeah, mm, poor The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, it was very noticeable in Red Notice that Ryan Reynolds is doing most of the flipping and kicking. Yeah. And The Rock is doing most of the just being burly. Yeah. Mm. Shane, it's fairly boilerplate stuff though, isn't it? It is. It's a bit joyless there's some back and forth who's the good guy who's the bad guy are they all friends anyway mm. you know tit for tat um i don't gal- remember seeing any tat no it. very sterile very yeah very i mean gal gadot is yeah. is very sexy in it yeah like but- clearly one eye on the chinese audience <laughs> go on well i mean there's there's no inappropriate relationships. There's, mm-hmm. uh, like, there's a bit of a kiss and some hand-holding. There's a, yeah, that's all. That's it. That's all. There's mm. none of that pesky homosexuality, which, I mean, props to Eternals. They mm-hmm. did have some of that pesky homosexuality. They did. There. They stuck to their guns, but and did they? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say your complaint that Eternals was too long probably isn't the Chinese equivalent of Mick and Ben are like, that movie was perfect. <laughs> exactly the right length. Yes. Those 20 minutes. Missing. Yeah. Totally fine. They went, they got that guy, and then he came to help them. Yes, and, and there was nothing about anyone's family. Well, he mentioned his family, but that was vague. Yeah, so they were probably a woman. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? Yes, it, yeah, it's very sterile. There's a there's a shirtless scene for The Rock and, and Ryan Reynolds, where they're having a shower in prison. 
Oh yes, that's that's about as it, as as risque as it gets. I think there's one fuck. Is there? I think there's one fuck. I think um, I Ryan Reynolds remember. does one fuck. I think it's um, it's <laughs> there's some. It has hints of being good. It, it has does. flashes of being good. It does. Like, it's very National Treasure, but not as good as National mm. Treasure. And it, uh, there's hints it, of the mummy, and there's yeah. hints of... There's hints of stuff that, like, oh, we could be... Like, here are things that happen in the real world. Let's take these... Like, the Nazi cave full of artifacts and stuff mm. was great, and everything worked, and, you know, gunpowder hadn't gotten in any way. Yeah, the and petrol, stuff. petrol goes off. Yeah. Or it just evaporates, and then you're left with a weird petrol-smelling car. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. You can't no. start a car after 80 years and it no. works. That's not that's not how cars work, or um, petrol. All of that. Like, they were fun, but they they were handled pedestrianly. Mm. There wasn't any flair. There was nothing that was like, oh, this is a unique world or a unique take on it. It was just, you know, it was like somebody had seen The Mummy, somebody had seen National Treasure, somebody had seen it, and they were like, do that. Yeah. Well, I think the somebody was the Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Just Possibly. going, we're two rich boys. Let's yeah. make a film about us. Yeah. Netflix will pay us. Yeah, Netflix will do it. And we'll make it, then Netflix will pay for it, and it'll be a net even. Yeah. And we got to make a fun film. And, and and it's one of those things where, like, I suppose my big pet peeve with these are where there's this master plan of an idea. Mm. that like you know oh, he's, he'll do this I'll do that and it'll all lead to the culmination of the plan but there were so many instances in the middle of it like where the rock has to leap across this massive bridge and then yeah. climb up the rope ladder probably would have died yeah I mean you can't factor that in no you can't you can't factor that in like, and there are lots of other things in it where it just doesn't make sense that's what happens when you write a film from the twist at the end and work backwards yeah it, like, it doesn't work a week ago, Mick, I hurt my rib. Yeah, I know. And I find it very difficult to move. Mm. What if in prison, the rock had hurt his rib? Yeah. And, and then the rest of his plan was just him moping around. <laughs> oh, 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 my, my rib. Oh, my Ryan ribs. Reynolds, go on without me, my rib. <laughs> my ribs are very sore. Watch out for Gal Gadot. I swear she's the baddie. Yes. Gal Gadot, I thought, was quite amusing as a baddie. But at no point did I believe she was actually the baddie. No. At, at the whole time, like, one of them is the baddie. One of them is definitely the baddie. Will we spoil the twist or will we leave it? It's, it's, I'll leave it. All right, leave we'll it. leave it. We'll leave it. There is a twist anyway. It's nobody's surprise. It's a heist film. Of yeah. course there's a surprise. Be- Shane, I nearly called you Ben. <laughs> Benjamin, speaking of um, The Rock, if you had alienated The Rock, which you've attempted to do today. Yes. I mean, I'm unlikely to be invited to the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. Yes. Hobbs and Shaw and Shane. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Did you bring Shane? He's like, yeah. He's just helping. (laughs) Just filling in. Yeah. He's just, he's my valet. (laughs) Uh, Shane, if you alienated The Rock. Yeah. Did it, I'm struggling to remember the exact chronology of that. Mm. It's like looking back on a drunken fight. Who did the alienating first? Was it The Rock who called out Vin Diesel for being a candy ass? Or was it Vin Diesel who had some snide comments and then The Rock shot back? I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. I can't remember. Because that's probably just when it simmered to the surface. But it seems to have just always been there. Ever since I think it's when you've too many stars and Mm. they each want top billing. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. We've talked about this on the podcast before, haven't we? About the the system they had for counting who was winning the fights. Yeah, a point system. A, a point really system. elaborate. <laughs> one kick in the head is worth two punches to the body. Yeah, ridiculous. Kind of ridiculousness. Nonsense. And somebody, some sort of accountant probably had to sit there and 
work that out. Vin Diesel has punched him in the head twice, so now The Rock can do a big slam. Yeah. One of his patented big slams. Um, and then we'll bring in a crane and The Rock can do a kip-up. <laughs> he loves doing a kip-up. I'd say he used to love doing a kip-up. Yeah, he's probably hurt he's, his rib. He put on about 20, 30 kilos since he's, he used to be able to do a kip-up. He's gigantic. He is. Like, I mean... He's probably in strongman territory where you need one of those CPAP things to help you breathe at night. What's that? It's the assisted breathing. It, it's the a face mask goes over like sort of any sort of ventilator, and there's a little machine you plug in beside your bed, and it helps you breathe. It keeps oh, the no. pressure. Otherwise, you wake up with that sleep apnea thing. Oh no! All the strongmen do it. If you ever watched like any of the behind the scenes and they're Eddie dropping, Hall, yes, Eddie Hall, Bjornsson Thornsonson. Yes, both of them have lost an awful lot of weight in their. Uh, upcoming for in preparation for their upcoming boxing match oh that's going to be a debacle well it was because Eddie Hall th- tore a bicep or something mm. so Thor Bjornsson then had to go fight somebody else and then Thor Bjornsson uh, complained that Eddie Hall was bullying him <laughs> online he's he, seven foot two oh, it was bullying him online and that he was sad so Eddie Hall came out and apologised and then Thor Bjornsson came back and did a video just calling him names because he's oh, a prick but that's the opposite then of what <laughs> I he know, said I know brilliant oh, so then hell. Eddie Hall has come out and gone let's just do this boxing match that was supposed to be here and we can just do it for charity and Thor Bjornsson has gone no I'd prefer not I'd prefer to get paid Eddie oh yeah I mean it's uh, look it's not really within the purview of the podcast but if you're into strong men, listen to Mick's other podcast, Looking at Strong Men with Mick. <laughs> Looking at Strong Men with Mick and Oil. Shane. Yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, where <laughs> are we going? Off I... track. The Rock. The Rock. Did you see the Dwayne, did you see the Vincent Diesel's text to The Rock? Yes. It's incredible. Yeah. Dear The Rock, please come back. <laughs> Look, I'm going to give you the abridged version. Uh, please come back we've made several movies you are a part of a couple of them and we'd like to tie it all up and have all of the stars at the end yes that's the abridged version if you want to you can probably in your head generate the 15 minute version that it was by going familia yeah for Paul Corona uh, yeah we're a team mm. love respect yeah legacy yeah um, franchise yeah money fans deserve it yeah I mean which is which is rich coming from the people who made Fast 9 which was crap one of the worst Shane the worst thing about the whole thing is he calls him his little brother in the tech in oh, the yeah. message he calls the rock his little brother what an asshole anyway I watched Fast 9 the, what we're doing today basically is we're That's catching delight. up on all the stuff that we've missed yeah it's, it's good we're having a catch up we're having the corona catch up listen. <laughs> the corona catch up I watched it I paid four ninety nine on YouTube as did I to watch that and uh, we could have watched it together, Mick, and just saved ourselves four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, absolute. Could have bought a bag of M and M's, absolute, but not with a large popcorn deal. Probably won't. We won't get into that. No, oh no, the best not. We said we wouldn't. <laughs> Women, we, we eh? promised. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, what was what was I saying? One of the easily the worst in the series. Easily the worst in the series. I think I didn't see Fast Two in the cinema. Every other Fast and the Furious movie I've seen in the cinema, mm. except for this, which I paid for and watched on a TV. And I wonder, does it suffer from the same thing that you were mentioning with Eternals, where the scope of it, you know, you saw Eternals for the second time on a much smaller screen. It wasn't yes. as visually impressive. Mm. I saw this on my TV, which is a moderate sized TV. You've got a moderately sized middle class yeah. man's TV. Yeah. You know, doesn't overpower the room, have a bit of class. Yeah. But... It's not small. No. Um, it's on your feature wall. Yes. Um, so I'm just wondering, would it have been better? Would I have been more involved in it if 
I had been watching it in the cinema and did it fall prey to me looking at going, God, this is shite. I might go on my phone for a mm. couple of minutes and halfway cruising through Instagram and seeing what The Rock and Eddie Hall and everybody else is saying to each other. Did I lose out? Who knows? I don't think you did. No, I think it was crap. Because it was but absolute, I'm, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Give it the benefit of the doubt, but it was absolute flipping drivel. Like, I mean, at one stage, somebody was falling out of or off of something and Vin Diesel drove his car under them to catch them. Like... That's not how cars work. That's or not... human bodies. No, that's not going to help you. But that happened in the one five, six? The one where yeah. there was a tank on the bridge? But I think they drove the car and she jumped and sort of caught it. This was just a full... You landed on the car instead of the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. And the car was still moving at pace. Mm. You'll still die. Yeah, you'll, you'll so much die. And you're just still going to fall off with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they shot a car into space. Mm. And they seem to have it held together with silver tape. Mm. And, and the guy from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, he showed up again with, I mean... Some of the other characters from Tokyo Drift, I presume, but yeah. I didn't recognise like them. Yeah, and like one guy who, like the main character from Tokyo Drift, who I genuinely believed has spent the last couple of years working as a mechanic. <laughs> he certainly hasn't been acting. No, he hasn't. And to his credit, he didn't go and get that hairline sorted out either. No, he didn't, did he? No, and he's the- like... The lads down the mechanic shop are going to take the piss out of me if I go get hair plugs. <laughs> I am shown up for Fast 9, how I look. It's funny because in the timeline of Fast and Furious, remember, Tokyo Drift was set quite far in the future. Yeah, Tokyo Drift was after 5. Yeah, because Han, Han was in five. Han is in 5 and he dies at the he it dies off screen between 5 and yeah, 6. Yeah, Gal Gadot dies and then he goes off and dies between 5 and 6. Yes, but then... It's revealed that is it was five? J- no five. It's it after is five six. six. Is no he five was the first emergence of the rock. Six then was with the rock, and he fell off the back of the or she fell off the back of the plane. So six and it was between six and seven. It was between six and seven, and then this is nine. So it's only about two or three years later. Yeah, and this guy has aged <laughs> twenty years. Yeah, he was a high schooler two years yeah. ago, and now he's a middle aged man with a wife and children and commitments. And a mechanics and job. Han looks, he's done the same transformation that uh, Brent Spiner did between like the last time you saw him in a Star Trek movie and uh, Picard. Bit jowly. He's very jowly. It's very like, hard to be a jowly android. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It's, it's No, they've uh, forgotten their own timeline because yeah. Han goes and saves a prepubescent girl and then she's older and sexy yeah I, in the I, space of two years two years yeah three years it doesn't maybe. make any sense it doesn't make any sense and it's presented like that happened 12 years ago yeah but two years of in universe time have passed it doesn't make any no. sense whatsoever look but, I mean we'll throw it out here probably not going to get the rock on the show after all everything I've said but yeah. Vin Diesel uh, invitation is open if you want to come on talk right. to us about the walk in universe through. timeline walk us through the timeline no awkward questions about your relationship with the rock we promise yeah we'll we might we might do one Shane I didn't like it I didn't enjoy it I thought it was pretty poor Um, that leads us on in certain ways to this week's main topic which is they're adapting a lot of things for the the streaming services I don't know if you ever heard of the streaming services rolling down the street go on yes you're very good Um, they're adapting a lot of things for the streaming services they are the streaming services are the only people with money they seem to be don't they they realise that when people are locked indoors they will pay to be not bored Mm. Um, 
And in particular, the two big releases, although one of them seems to have overshadowed the other, it might just be in my circle, but Cowboy Bebop seems to be getting a lot more press than the Wheel of Time. Oh, interestingly. I was the other way around. Okay, so maybe it is just my my own sphere. Which one will we talk about first? You talk about Cowboy Bebop, because I can ask questions. I watched Cowboy Bebop. All right. Um, if people are about to turn off the episode this minute and not listen any further, yes, is it good? I liked it. Good. All right. right now, don't on. turn off the episode. Keep listening. Find yes. out why Mick liked it. Yes. But there's your one word, three word review. I liked it. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop, Shane, apparently is based on an anime from 1998-1999. And it's about three bounty hunters and they're in space. And they're in the future, in, in the solar system. And humanity has spread to all of the planets and moons of the solar system. Not unlike the TV show The Expanse. Which you're a big fan of. I'm a huge fan of The Expanse. So thematically they had you hooked. They, there are a lot of things about this that, that got me. I was, I'm a big fan of the TV show The Expanse. Yeah. I love the idea of science fiction set in that part of the future where we've colonised the entire solar system but no further. So there's no aliens. There's no, like, having to explain the speed of light or, you know, you can you can get on, essentially, a long-haul cruise ship and get to Titan. Yeah. You know? And it takes... It is to you what looking at your life would have been like for somebody in the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can get to America in a day. Yeah. That's mad. How do you do that? Yeah. It's and not then six months and possible scurvy. Exactly. But then, you know, maybe getting to the furthest outreach, maybe Titan would be further, but they seem to have some sort of tunnel you can go through that speeds your ship up super yes, fast. Yes, I've seen that in the trailer. Mm. But it all seems to be relativistic space travel. Like, it all it all, it all makes sense. You don't yeah. have to explain warp engines or hyperdrive yeah, or you haven't, you don't time have dilation or any of that. have the Heisenberg compensator like Star Trek. No. Or- you're Some grand. Other, yeah, you can, just you can. You're grand. You, it's happening in really essentially. Fast. It's it's science fiction in the real world. They still have guns. They oh. still have normal human guns. They have science fiction guns too. My favorite science fiction is when guns are impossible to use because of the mm. sandworms. Like and the film they, June, and they have swords, just like any film, really. <laughs> any film where that happens. Yeah, any film. Um, so it, I like that setting, and it's about. Two cool guys and a cool chick who are bounty hunters on a cool looking ship together. Are they just mates or is there a romantic entanglement? They seem to be just mates. Oh, good. The the captain of the ship, his name is Jet Black. <laughs> of course. It's a Japanese animation. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous part. Great name, great name. Um, he's married, he has kids and he just wants to, he just wants to send money back to his kids and he's got, he's got money problems and he wants to get a job and wants to send money back to get his daughter a doll. And then there's Spike Spiegel, who I thought his name was John Bebop, but it is apparently his name is Spike Spiegel, and he's John Cho, your favourite actor and mine, John Cho. I do Cho. like John Cho. John Cho is very muscular. He's in very good shape. That's why I like him. Yeah. He's the new The Rock. He's he's like a little, very small, little skinny The Rock. Yeah. He has got, I have to say, fucking fabulous hair. I mean, I also... I mean, Shane, you're rocking a fine... Um, Buffont. Buffont. It's no John Cho. A little though. bit of a wave in it. No, it's no John Cho. Look at John Cho. He's so muscular and he's got such fabulous hair. And then there's Faye Valentine and she's a lady and she's no nonsense and she's got she's got some moves and tricks. Anyway, do you remember the TV show Killjoys? Uh, only from you telling me about it. I quite liked Killjoys. It started Hannah John Kamen. 
and Sean Orr Aaron Ashmore. And they were two cool guys on the chick. Is that Sean Orr? I don't understand. Is that one of two people you can't remember? Yes. Oh, okay. They're twins. Ah. I, I don't know which one it is. Iceman. I, yeah, I didn't know if it was just... That was his, like, it was Sean Robert. No, Aaron. not Sean R. Aaron. <laughs> oh, Sean or Aaron Ashmore. One of them. Um, one of the Ashmore boys. One of the Ashmore. One of the Ashmore bros. And they were two cool guys and a, and a chick. And they were space bounty hunters in space, but super cheaply. And this is that, but not super cheaply, super expensive. This is made by Netflix. It's Netflix, yeah. Now, I find with Netflix, you can often see the cracks in the budget. There are moments where, in this, there, some of it is very good. The The spaceships are excellent. The scenes in space are amazing. Um, the sets, the set sets are amazing. They're perfect, in, in my opinion. There are bits of it they go to New Tijuana and New Tijuana is a a town a city on Titan I think and it's Mexican themed city okay and most of the on location shots are pretty good because it you know it looks kind of like a futuristic Mexico so so, so I've been watching a lot of Narcos so I'd probably have a a strong opinion on that it doesn't have the yellow filter on it it's 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 like a a futuristic cyberpunky Sort of not steampunk, so you can oh, jet. Can I, I can my... see you revving up, oh. but it's like a futuristic cyberpunky sort of Mexico. But then uh, at other times they go to like the spaceport, and it's very clearly just yeah an airport, I mean, <laughs> just a, a normal. Sometimes with Earth. Netflix, you're like, oh, you've done so well on all of these things, but somehow you've made that coffee look not like coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and not like deliberately like oh, it's space coffee. It's just. I don't know what you've done. You've made a balls of simple things that we can actually, that actual are, that are actually touchstones that we could relate and go, oh yeah, the world looks. Well, it's actually, it's not really quite that because the, it's the scenes that are shot on location sometimes just look too much like a, a normal earth location. They, they could benefit, I think, from having a sky dome or something. It's just like... Gotcha, yeah. It's, that's just a... Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, you've shot this in... A field in Canada. Yeah. yeah. It's a field in Canada. It's not... Yeah. It's not... That's the uh, parking lot outside the yeah, studio. Exactly. And there's, there are bits like that that are a little bit disappointing. But overall, I thought it was very good. The The characters were good. Some of the things like the, the... Sometimes the characters make a bit of a smart comment and the camera lingers on them half a second too long. And sometimes the choreography... If they'd cut away a little bit sooner, or if yeah. uh, John Cho is very good, he's got the moves. He's hitting the he's hitting the Wing Chun dummy. Oh, excellent! I with, love a bit of Wing Chun with dummy. No short, with no shirt on. He's doing Wing Chun on guns and stuff. Um, John Cho is excellent in it. Everyone's smoking fags, <gasps> so that's how you know it's from the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah. Do they hang out of their mouth in a weird kind of anime style? Where... Not really. No, Aww. they just do. They just do normal smoking a fag. All the all the femmes are fatal. Cigarette physics works different in anime. It does. It's indeed. this kind of like hanging off a lip as you do a spinny jumpy kicky thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fine. It's just yeah. There. Um, he's doing a spinny jumpy kick. I, I love a spinny jumpy kick. But the big controversy seems to be. That people who love the anime are not loving it. Oh. Um, in fact, they're hating it. They're saying it's not a patch on. And they're saying it it suffers from trying to recreate the anime too much, but not either committing to it fully or getting it. And have you looked at the anime? I haven't. I've consciously avoided watching the anime. I'm going to watch the full series of Cowboy Bebop 
the the streaming series. And then I'm going to go back and watch the anime. What release pattern are they doing for this? Are they doing I the think it's classic all, dump or are they doing I think the it's classic all out, yeah. one a week? I think they've dumped it. I think Both classics. Like, both classics. Just going to refer to them both a, as classics. A full load. I think they've dropped yeah. a full load. Good. Um, so I think I can go and watch the whole thing. But it's very, very, very much like they shouldn't have bothered. Um, and it puts forth an interesting question of is... We're having a chat on the Discord chain. We have the Discord server where people yeah. can hop up on the Discord. I don't fully understand what that is, but go on. It's it's like um it's like MSN Messenger, but for now. I I, I still don't. Understand. Do you remember Do you remember MySpace? Do you remember your MySpace page where you had smashing the Smash Mouth? No, they, no. All right. Well, so non trogs can hop up on the Discord, and they can they can put their comments and opinions. And what we're hearing from the Discord is that. Cowboy Bebop is one of the greatest animes of all time. Interesting. Probably the best. What worries me about that is it will be the greatest animes in the minds of people who are into anime and have watched a lot. Mm. So it will benefit from the world building, the storytelling style of all these other ones Mm. and just does it best. But if you go in cold cocked not having watched a lot of anime, it will be almost indecipherable. I've seen six or seven episodes of Dragon Ball. And... That's it. That's all I've seen. Okay. Oh, I've seen Akira. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Tetsuo, that one. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, I've seen One Punch Man. I've seen yes. two seasons of One Punch Man. Um, and you did some push-ups. And I did so some you're push-ups. well prepared. Yeah, I'm well, I was well prepared for it. But I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I'm going to ignore them haters, to be honest. That's what I'm going to do. Is, like, any time you do this... The podcast? No, the changing something from one media or one type to another adapting you know we'll on the podcast we'll sit down we'll accept look you've no hold over you've no right to expect that somebody if you enjoyed a piece of fiction or a piece Mm -hmm. of work in whatever form cool you enjoyed that yeah live with that if you don't like the way they do it if you don't like the sequel to it or the way they finish it it shouldn't affect you Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes it does yeah i mean dexter came out and i've no interest in going back and looking i've no interest in going back and seeing how he's getting on because the last episode in Dexter burned me so bad. He went so, off on a boat. Yeah, he went off on a boat. Game of Thrones, the same. They're going to bring out a prequel series or something. I don't care. Nobody cares. Even Matt Smith no. has a funny wig and no one cares. Yeah, Matt Smith has a funny wig. And I mean, Matt Smith in a funny wig would have been enough to get us to climb Everest <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> Not now, though. Nah, couldn't care less. Too many tourists. Yeah. Gets clogged um, up. But anyway. Where are we going? You don't have any right to it, but people do get attached yes. to it. And I suppose when you decide to make something like this, you decide to bring in a well-loved property. If you're Netflix, you're relying on the people who love the property already to come give it a look and hopefully bring a few more. And if those people don't love it, can you attract enough new people? Mm. Is it good enough on its own? Like, are there enough people like you who will enjoy it and give it enough of a chance and maybe tune in for a season two? It's already got a season two. It's not made, but it's been green lit, as they say in the industry. And funnily enough, it's getting rave reviews from mainstream media. Oh, good. So the question I just asked is, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be. Not always. No. You know, it's it's an interesting point. And I made a bit of a joke earlier saying that um, they have destroyed the original books of the The Wheel of Time. And... I don't know if Netflix have been man- managed to track down every copy of the original anime. So I think the anime fans can still watch that if they want. 
mean, why would you when there's something new that isn't as good as the thing you remember? Oh, exactly. Exactly. But um, yeah, the, I suppose the exception is Ghostbusters because those four women did track down every copy of the original Ghostbusters and oh, destroy them. Did. Yeah. Based on the reaction, I believe Locked that is what happened. some sort of nuclear reactor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, unlicensed, of course. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? I liked it. I thought it was good. I watched the whole thing from start to finish. Uh, and you'll I, tune I, in for season two. And I'll tune in for Unless season two. Towards the end of season one, they make an absolute hames of it. And they might well. They might. They I might mean, well. No better company than Netflix. No better Netflix often fumbles the landing. Yes. Speaking of fumbling the landing, Shane, you have watched the, the television series The Wheel of Time. Yes. First of all, what in the hell is The Wheel of Time? The wheel? I have no idea. <laughs> so is, the wheel, is this about, is this like, um, spoilers for Stephen King here, is this like Stephen King know. where it's a wheel? I love those books. Let's just talk about Stephen King for the next while. Well, we could have, but no, let's talk no, about okay, the wheel of time. time. I don't know. The characters frequently make reference to their place on the wheel of time and the turn of the wheel of time and stuff mm. like that. And it's frequent enough that you know the wheel of time isn't a well understood saying in universe, but... I don't know if there's an actual wheel. Right. Or I don't know if... It's a metaphorical wheel. Yeah, or if in-universe everything reincarnates and everything happens again and it's that kind of thing. And I haven't read the books. When I was a teen and the books were coming out every two or three years, the couple of guys I hung around with, mm-hmm. we being of, you know, a small niche group that appreciated certain things... A we, nerdish persuasion. Yeah, we got lumped together, less because we liked each other and more because... We all like the same things. The Selbridge Stargate Appreciation Club. Yes. SCAC. <laughs> yeah, that's not what that spells, but all right. Um, so, yeah, the one guy who was big into Wheel of Time and kept coming in and espousing his own fan theories, he was a dick. Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to avoid that so I don't have to talk to that prick. I'm going <laughs> to keep watching Stargate so I can go talk to these other lads. I kind of like... Um, yeah, so I've largely avoided the books and because this came out, I said, look, I will watch the first three episodes and I will talk to Mick and we shall record it and people can listen to how I felt about them. Right, go on. Uh, so far, they're all right. Okay, good. Well, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Uh, haven't even Wikipedia'd it. So oh. I don't know if the characters are the same as they were in the book or if they've gone, oh, we'll slap in a bit of representation here. So or... we've both done the same thing. Then. Yes. We've both ignored the source material. Okay, very good. And we are judging on, it on its own merits. Mm. Now, what I went into this looking at was like, the big success of Game of Thrones was they started off with this medieval kind of drama. Yes. And then people went, holy shit, there's dragons there's... and magic and crap. Yeah, only at the end of and, season one. Yeah, but that all kind of, they lowball that in. But you walk into Wheel of Time and Wheel. they're like, there's some fucking magic. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'm going to do a spell. I mean, I took notes. I was doing a kind of a, I did a little notes, wrote things down. There is an overwhelming... Wheel. No, wrong word. It's well represented. Okay. In it. The, like, What's well, what are you, where are you going with this? Is this your big complaint with the Eternals? No. I didn't have a complaint with the Eternals. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm doing the thing that you do to Ben. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, accuse him of being a sexist. Yeah, see what I've done. And, see what I've done. Oh, yeah. No, we're no, none of those things. Um, I don't know if all the characters have remained the same. Okay. As it stands, it, like our point of view character is Rosamund Pike. Mm. Who has a bit of a face on her. I'll give her that. 
Um, it's your favourite actress, Rosamund Pike. I believe Gone Girl. You were yes. very relaxed and you enjoyed every moment of that film. <laughs> if I remember did. seeing it with you. Yeah. Um, Rosamund Pike is our point of view character. Like from the outset, she narrates the little lead in. Um, she's like a powerful lady witch. Mm. And she's got a valet. Oh. He goes around, he's got a sword. Oh. And he looks kind of like he could handle himself. Oh, very good. And halfway through the episode, uh, some trogs or trollocks or whatever the... Trollocks, yeah. Whatever they're called, they show up and he does handle himself. He acquits himself very well with his pointy sword Mm. with a stab and a slash and a hack. Mm. And that gives her time to do a spell. And all of a sudden there's magic powers where she's flinging blocks around and she's exploding trollocks and... (laughs) You sure it's trollocks? Maybe. It sounds like they might be an overly sexually active trog. Yes. Okay, that was your, that's what you're I, I genuinely for. think it could be Trolloc. Like, okay. I hope right, I'm not enough. wrong. Um, so yeah, it starts with her and she's talking and it seems as this some sort of power source and there was a fall in the world of men hundreds, possibly thousands of years ago. And now the person who caused that fall has been reborn. Oh, the dragon, Voldemort. The no, but there is a Voldemort-looking character. Okay. I don't know if you've looked at my notes I where I have, ooh, Voldemort. Oh, sorry, I've spoiled you there. <laughs> yes. um, Anduin. Uh, yeah, so the dragon is reborn and this powerful witch has to go and find the dragon. Isn't now, that it's the... not an actual dragon. I think it's just... Oh, okay. Because that's the plot of Skyrim. Possibly. Mm. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, so it seems to be a matriarchal kind of society oh down with the matriarchy yeah in the town that she visits to try and find this dragon it's like the leader is a woman she's the wisdom and Mm. she teaches other women um like that's what's going on you know how'd you you feel about that i i feel fine about it i've got no strong feelings (laughs) how do you think ben would feel about it oh ben would be against it oh very much completely against it women in power (laughs) get rid of them no not not for his money um so, like, what have I rattled through here? Let's just read my notes. Read your notes, Shane. This read. is from the first episode. This would be a live tweet of the first episode okay. if we were live tweeting it. Uh, or on the Discord. Yeah, okay. Man calls the downfall. Women in power. Women right. in power. Yeah. Women only witches. Yeah. Uh, a woman was thrown into the river as part of some sort of ceremony, mm. coming of age thing. Um, she gets all covered in water in a very light muslin dress, but it is not in any way, shape or form exploitative. Oh, how disappointing for you. is no foul language in this. Oh. Strong injury detail. So, mm. like, I mean, not for watching with children. Right. But, I mean... Sexless. Safe, yeah, safe for listening to with children. Okay. And sexless enough. Um, because I was thinking, if this had come out... Sorry, am I, am I, am I cutting across you there? Yeah, yeah. All right, go on then. Finish Game what of Thrones saying. alum, uh, Rats from the Flats, shows up. Oh, um, yeah. what's his name? Exactly, Rats from the Flats. Ah, uh, feckin' Kieran something? He's from no. Dublin. <laughs> I know, he is. And he shows up and he's like making the same accent. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah. Um, he's always a shifty baddie. He was... Um, he wasn't, he's just a, a father who, unless there's... Like, I mean, we've watched three episodes and he hasn't come back. He's in the first episode. He gives he, some fatherly advice and then he fucks off. He was Roos Bolton. Yes. In, uh, yeah, can't I can't remember, why can't I remember his real name? Um... Rosamund Pike knows how to make an entrance. She storms into a bar and everybody goes silent. It's wonderful. Oh, very good. Oh, she, I mean, Rosamund Pike, she can she can make an entrance. Um, <laughs> then it cuts to a lady blacksmith and you're like, women are everywhere. Well, she'd be called it a blacksmithess. Co- uh, maybe. 
equality for women. Oh, this is good. what it's about. Yeah. Then she gets a bit of a hug from a, and their young lovers. Yeah. And you're like, oh, at this stage, you're not sure who the main characters are because you haven't read the books. Mm. You're like, the, any of these people could be, you know, whatever. The ones we're going to follow for the next 12 episodes. Mm, who knows? Sean Bean. Yeah. So I'm sitting there at edge of my seat and I'm like, oh, is she going to be, you know, this strong lady blacksmith? Is she mm. going to be the one that we follow? Um about five minutes later she's hitting the stomach with an axe and she's not oh no <laughs> like oh I've written here oops oh no yeah. has she been killed yes she's been absolutely murdered oh how terrible um, Rosamund Pike can warm a bath so right away you're about half an hour into this and Rosamund Pike is doing magic just mm. casually just to warm up a bath right yeah uh, one of the baddies shows up he looks like Voldemort he wears a hood mm. he's got a kind of a shapey face with oh, yeah. like a weird slit and no obvious lips they do a good job on the own scenery if you are the country where this is filmed, uh, you can look forward to some... Hungary? Uh, I think Croatia, Croatia? Czech Republic, okay. kind of, yeah. Uh, you can look forward to tourists going there as soon as tourists can go there. Is this... Do you think... Because I haven't seen a large cultural impact from this. Is this going to be the next Game of Thrones? Is it going to be the next The Witcher? I don't know. Like, I I spent most of the first episode looking at it going, God, I wish The Witcher was back. Because <laughs> The is, Witcher was more... Next week. Yeah, it's ne- back next week. But yeah. I want it now. Because okay. The Witcher is more fun. This right. takes itself very seriously. Okay. The Witcher is like, he's standing around, he's cut somebody down, then he goes, fuck. Yeah. And he'll wander off and he'll have some drinks. And yeah. This isn't that. The Witcher is definitely more fun and I would take The Witcher over this for the time being. Right. right I'll give right, it time right. to grow on me. Mm. Um, it touches on class war where, you know, poor people with certain magical powers went to Rosamund Pike's school of witchcraft and wizardry and were turned away um, because they were poor or whatnot. Uh, where are we gone? Then there's a minotaur attack. The Trollocs look like minotaurs. <laughs> Some really good, what looks like practical... Um, effects and mask building and like the creatures look good mm. I could see in a couple of years time people like our good friend Richard B. Riddick who made mm-hmm. a werewolf yes. converting some of that to like a minotaur outfit and doing that Are you sure they're not involved in this? I wouldn't Maybe. be I wouldn't That'd be madly be surprised if they were involved in this um, but then they go and they drop the ball Yeah. so you'll have a couple of these minotaurs trollic things and they all move in different ways. Some are bipedal, some are kind of quadrupeds mm-hmm. and racing. And then they'll show like the big CG shot of them racing across and like the army swarming. And it looks crap. No. Like they're not hitting the ground properly. They're not hitting the water. It's mm. a di- It looks different to the actual practical effect. And you've kind of lost it. Um, the Like r- the magic is. It's there from the outset. It's not like Game of Thrones. There's no heavy lead in. It's right away. You're like, yeah, look, everyone's magic. He's everyone's doing magic. Yeah. Yeah. So you're straight away thrust into a world. So where Game of Thrones sucked people in that maybe weren't fantasy fans. And then they were like, that's only a little dragon. We can ignore him for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, This, I don't know. It's a harder sell. The first scene in Game of Thrones was zombies. Yeah, but then they ignored that for... whole series. Yeah. Two series, even. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first scene in Fargo episode or Fargo season two is a spaceship. Yeah, that's and very good. they never touch on that again. Never again. Never Sh- even mention it. Shane, if this came out 15 years ago, it would have been super cheap yeah. and madly overtly sexual. Yeah, and it's none of those things. Um, it would have right been now, The Legend I of think, the Seeker. I think they're like 10 million an episode. 10 million an episode? Yeah. 10 million dollar dues. Yeah. 
that you would have got a whole season of The Legend of the Seeker for that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably could have got Manu Bennett. <laughs> I think Manu Bennett might have been in The Legend of the Seeker. Some been. of the actors from Spartacus are in Cowboy Bebop for some reason. Oh, that's brilliant! I'm definitely going to watch that. I love seeing Spartacus alums act. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. Some of them just play heavies, various heavies in Cowboy yeah. Bebop. And Daniel Bernhard is in it, who you might know from being in basically everything since the nineties. He was zero in um, Mortal Kombat Conquest. Oh, excellent! And he's been in both Marvel and DC. Yeah. So I mean. To go back to Wheel of Time. Wheel of gi- Time. Give a bit of a wrap up on it. Right. Uh, I will continue watching it. Yes. They've not gone for the full load. They've gone for three episodes oh. to whet your appetite. Very good. And then it'll be released on a Friday. Mm. Um, the It's moving slowly. The Some of the magic stuff is interesting. Some of the scenery, like for 10 million, you you could be forgiven for wanting it to look a little bit better, mm. a little bit crisper. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's my TV settings, but I find that Amazon goes from really whisper quiet mm. to loud action scenes. Really? So you're turning it up and down to try and... Uh, maybe you don't have the balance on your sound bar. There is that. It, it, it might be that. Um, Do but, you know anyone who could set you up with a proper audiovisual set up? No. No. no Hard no to come by. No one in my life. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I mean, if, like me, you have a toddler that you're worried about waking up, maybe mm-hmm. make sure they're not nearby when you're watching Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Or get them into it. Yeah. Get, um, them, get them into the world of Wheel of Time. Could. How many, how many books are there? I think there's nine or ten. Oh, that's too many. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, it's, it's a massive, expansive series, which I think took place over... Hundreds or thousands of years, if I remember the oh. ramblings of my teenage not quite mate. So Rosamund Pike might not be in past season I, one if it time jumps. Yeah, possibly. Oh, interesting. That is interesting. I think I'd quite like to see that. It would be. Well, I mean, I'll let you know at the end of season one. Okay, thank you. should be, what, we're November now, somewhere around January? Yeah. Yeah. All righty then. Sounds good. Let's wrap it up there, Shane, by asking the listeners... Have you read Wheel of Time? Have you read The Wheel of Time or have you watched the, the original Cowboy Bebop anime? Is the book is better? Is the anime is better than the film? Is that the new the book is better? Is What does Michael Crichton think? What does Stephen King think? Stephen King think because sometimes the films are better in my opinion. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, Stephen King didn't write Jurassic Park. No, Michael Park. Crichton wrote Jurassic Park. Okay, but Michael Crichton didn't write Stephen The Shawshank King. Redemption. No, that was Stephen King. Okay, cool. Stephen King wrote Shawshank Redemption, and that's better than the book. I would like to see a treatment of the Shawshank Redemption by Michael Crichton. Okay, and I'd like I to see he's a tre- dead. I'd like to see a treatment of Jurassic Park by Stephen King. Oh, the dinosaurs are cosmic horrors, <laughs> and maybe something about your father. I don't and know. And here's another three hundred pages. Oh no, not three hundred pages of what happened in prehistoric times. Anyway, so get up on the Discord, hop up on the Discord, and tell us. Um, if you preferred the adaptations or the originals, I'm going to go back and watch Cowboy Bebop, maybe an episode or two of the anime, after I watch the live action. And I'm going to complain that the anime is not as good. I'm just oh, going to turn. I'm going to turn it around on people and Ooh. go, "Oh, I don't like this. It's Ooh. very sexist. It's very uh, 
needs a bit of spruce. So, up. if you disagree with Mick, there, just hit that unsubscribe button. No, 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 don't do that. Don't tell the listeners to unsubscribe, Shane, please. So you can, uh, you can, oh, Ben usually does this bit. I don't know how to do it. Um, you can find us in a lot of different places. You can find us on the internet at www.shomrabyug.com. View cinemas of a Wednesday evening. View. Don't tell people where we are. What if people show up? It'd be great. <laughs> All right. We're if in- instead of Discord, you'd just like to get together and talk like real people. Yeah. View cinemas Wednesday evening. You Usually late enough after bedtime for the kids. Yeah, it'll probably Ghostbusters next week. See you yeah. there. See you um, there. www.shomerbug.com S-E-O-M-R-E-A-B-E-A-G. No, I think you spelled Shomerbug. I think I did. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. I mean, we laugh at Ben, but it's not as easy, is it? It's not as easy as it looks, especially when you keep disrupting me. I mean, tiny room in Irish. We're on the Instagram at Sure Look, Sure Listen podcast means your luxury solution in English. And we're on the Discord. There's a link in the description where you can hop up on that Discord and give us some thoughts on why either I'm wrong about Cowboy Bebop, Shane's wrong about um, Wheel of Time, Wheel of Time, or the US government was wrong about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, Ooh. <laughs> which Ooh. they were. And um, uh, then we'll see you next week where we're talking about it. We're doing our new series, Exhumed Movies from the Past That Didn't Have Quite the Lasting pop culture impact that we thought they would yeah. where Mick and Ben are Lady going, Hawk <coughs> well, Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> you made me you made me choke on my own spit there that was so unexpected we're taking a look at the film alright we'll do Lady Hawk some stage in the future <laughs> that's for sure and we're going to take a look at the film 12 Monkeys how many monkeys are there about a dozen alright everybody thank you for listening thank you very much to Shane for coming in filling in for Ben where he's on his little holidays yeah sitting on a mountaintop writing poetry writing poetry about the verdict and uh, we will see you next week bye you can say you want to say bye bye alright I thought you said it all alright bye <laughs>